Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's Extraordinary Etiquette. For Ordinary Occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm, we're gearing up. I'm tired. We're almost Is that there. what you mean by gearing up? Does Ge- gearing up mean like, <laughs> and I'm real worn out? That's, I would say I'm gearing down. I mean, the best way to enjoy yourself away from home is to be absolutely exhausted, right? Yeah, my gears are ka-chunking real hard. Um, at this point, I, much like... Uh, the cruise ship we will soon be on, currently an empty vessel. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> In case you don't know, dear listeners, we are uh, very excited to be part of the Joko Cruise this year. Yeah, Joko Cruise 2023, if you're listening in the future. Um, and of course, we will be doing a Schmanners, a uh, already submitted listener questions. Well, by the time you listen to uh, this, definitely. we'll have already recorded it. We'll have already recorded it. it. Yeah. But uh, um, the, but as, it's a it's a ship, the New Amsterdam, the New Amsterdam, not to be confused with the old Amsterdam, and currently, which was old New York, what? Right. Um, yes. Um, so this will be for me because we also recorded extra adventures. So this is like my like eighth recording of the week. Um, I'm tired, but you know what? Like I said, what what better way to recharge th- than? To be on a cruise ship working more. <laughs> We're here for you, dear listener. It was so excited to talk to you. Uh, Teresa, what are we talking about? I see you have a book in your hands. Yes. And I can hear the pages turn. What great ASMR for the people at home. So today, we are going through a classic piece of literature. Oh, called Samantha's Ocean Liner Adventure. Now, this looks like a children's book. Because it is. <laughs> uh, I will say, though, a pretty uh, high-quality children's book. Oh, definitely. These uh, American Girl novels wow. and uh, subsequent addendums and appendices are are amazing. Appendices? The American Girl dolls have appendixes? No, appendices. Append- Appendicitis. No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So is this like documenting a, I almost just felt the need to clarify fictional journey. Of course it is. This of course is about it is. a doll. Um, yes, but these dolls are historically accurate. They um, have historical based adventures. Um, and no, Samantha, but they're not a doll in the book, right? No, they are real people. They're in the book. human girls. They're human girls. And then. No, they're story girls, and then human girls play with dolls. Hey, I know they're not real. I mean, in the book, yeah, they're, but they're portrayed as human characters. Yes, and they are amalgams of what people would have been at the time, right? So Samantha did not actually exist in history. Uh-huh. Uh, she's an amalgam of the age group of of what she represents. And this is about her journey on the Titanic? No. <laughs> no. No, she did. She wasn't on the Titanic. Okay, because that would be a much different story to tell children. It was. It? it was a similar vessel called the SS Lindonia. Okay, I okay. see. I'm looking at this. This is very intricate. There's an openable envelope here on the page. Yeah, with a letter inside it. What? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What? I'm going to read it. Okay. So, uh, you may not know, but I'm, I'm sure... Bemis, you- the Admiral and Mrs. Archibald Bemis request the pleasure of the company of Samantha Parkington on an ocean voyage to Southampton, England, aboard the S.S. Lundudia, departing at midnight, April 15th, 1906. Yes. So right she, there. it takes place... Um, I can't put it back in. Don't oh, look okay. at me while I put the Sorry. envelope back in. Okay. <laughs> she is uh, in the Victorian era, Victorian edging at later times into the Edwardian. Okay. Um, and so. Wait, do the American girl dolls age up? Within their like, own Like, do they books? get older? Uh, a little bit. Whoa. Can I just say. The more I learn about American Girl Dolls, the more angry I am that when I was like eight years old, it was not uh, culturally appropriate or whatever for uh, me to play with these things. Because one, this book already rules. Mm-hmm. Two, the idea of being like, and they're historical. I would have gone nuts for that. Are you yeah. kidding me? Ugh. Um, so her socioeconomic status is quite high. I mean, enough that she was invited by Admiral Bemis. To go on the boat. Indeed. So she is in a parlor suite. Nice. um, In the cabin. And she was very excited for the ship's launch. Yeah. Um, That used to be a thing before people could watch football on TV. Indeed. People loved any excuse to party. So the ship launch was right there. Um, they It says here, crowds and crowds of people sang Old Lang Syne and toasted with champagne, just like on New Year's Eve. You know, uh, um... Very good friend Alice and coworker Alice, uh, her partner Rory often laments that people do not sing old design at times other <laughs> than New Year's Eve. He, this is a thing he's tried to get started many times. What if we sing it at birthdays? What if we sing it? He would be very excited to learn this. Mm-hmm, indeed. So her cabin um, is large enough to have a couple of rooms, right? Or even like areas within the rooms. Oh, uh, that, that's better than our cabin. Wait, hold on. I know. Um, when we're on the boat, we got a bed. There's a little deck, which is nice. Mm-hmm. We got uh, a fairly tiny bathroom mm-hmm. uh, and our dreams and hopes and wishes for the new world. And that's all that we have with us. So the, the cabin has a sitting room with <gasps> it, uh, including a writing desk and a couple of portholes to look out of, which I mean... They were pretty high on the the ship's level. So any starboard holes? Uh, what? And I'm tired. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Um, oh, and there's a first class ticket in the book. And they have their own bathroom in the cabin, um, which is again a way to tell exactly how um, how well off they oh, are. Oh my goodness gracious! Mm-hmm. I would have loved to get the, there's a little map in the ticket, and it's marked where their cabin is, and you can follow the map. Oh my. Goodness gracious, this rules. Um, one of the things that Samantha does on uh, on ship is she goes to tea. Yeah, she does. In the ocean garden. Get out. Uh, so it is more, it's a parlor room, basically, that is outfitted with things like ferns and orchids. Um, it, here we go. Grand Mary, that's that's her grandmother. And I had tea in the ocean garden with the other ladies. The ocean garden feels just like a tropical forest. Little yellow canaries sing pretty songs in their hanging cages. Ferns and orchids are everywhere. The palm trees are so tall they nearly touch the skylight. They are bolted to the floor so they don't slide around. 
do you think those are real orchids? Because that lets me know that this is fictional. Because I've been trying to get my <laughs> orchid to bloom for like three years. It's doing well. Won't won't do a spike though. Won't grow a spike. Won't grow Ugh. a spike. Um. So she has tea, but I mean she's a kid. So eventually she's excused to explore the ship, hem, but only the places that are suitable for young ladies. Oh, okay. I see. Next, she talks about how she goes on deck um, because on the first class deck, there are children's games that are available. Oh, look, there's a little picture of an old timey bubble wand. It just looks like an unbent coat hanger that's been wrapped into a circle, but still cool. Um, so she mentions that her favorite, uh, her favorites were the tug of war, the three legged race, and the egg and spoon race. Classic. Classic. Not not the biscuit and whistle race? What'd she say here? I didn't even try this one Aww. of the biscuit and whistle. Oh, come on, <laughs> Samantha. You got a biscuit and whistle when you get the chance. Um, Do you think we'll biscuit and whistle this year? Uh, I don't know. Ugh. I don't know if we will. Uh, but this hasn't changed at all because we are excited to send our children to the kids' club. It's changed a little bit, babe. Hey, babe, it's changed a little bit. <laughs> you don't, They're not going to do an egg and spoon race. You don't think they'll have a potato sack race? No, I don't think they will. I think they'll have crayons. And they might play basketball. The basket's ball, yes, perhaps. <laughs> but they won't be peach baskets. It's changed a bit, I, bud. I think the kids would get a kick out of a treasure hunt that was listed. Hey, yeah, treasure hunt, absolutely. But you can't say it hasn't changed at all when we were just talking about how it says biscuit and whistle <laughs> on there. The spirit of the okay, thing yes. hasn't changed Giving at all. children something to do to keep them occupied has not changed at all. Has I agree not with changed you at all. Look at this. The ship was equipped. This whole book reminds me of, uh, do you remember that book? Oh, I'm blanking on his name. It's the guy who like created Lost and a bunch of like, uh, was the showrunner on Lost. And he did that book S. Oh, and it had, yeah. Like, all that had all this stuff, stuff and, inside And like too. notes in it and stuff inside. And it was like, it's not just reading the book. It's experiencing the stuff. He stole that from this. Yeah. He stole those ideas. Yeah. The ship had a library on board, which nice. included newspapers of the day. Um, and also uh, Alex, our wonderful Alex, has earmarked where Samantha takes out the Wizard of Oz. She It says, I love to sit under the stained glass skylight and curl up and read. It says her favorite, just like Teresa's. Just like mine. Now, do you like the book? I know you like the movie. Are you a book fan as well? I have read the books. Yeah. Um, they are not as nostalgic for me as the movie. Let me ask you this, because I was recently watching the TikToks, and they talked about that in an original version of the film script. She was going to have like kind of a surface level, you know, innocent romance with the scarecrow. And mm. then uh, the dude, oh, what, mayor, uh, you know, of MGM was like, oh, I hate this movie. Redo it. Oh, and they yeah. aged her way down and put her in pigtails and all that stuff. And they, that stuff got cut. But that's why she says, I'll miss you most of all, scarecrow at the end, which I always wondered about because you'd think of the lion and Tim and I'd be like, whoa. Hey, man, we're right here. I guess I always thought that uh, not knowing that, which I, uh, you know, I can't believe I didn't know that until you sent me that TikTok. Okay. But um, I always thought that it was because she met him first. See, that was my assumption, too. Like, I wouldn't have gotten here without you. I met you first. You were kind of my champion throughout. Yeah. But it was like because, you know. I wish you could have smoochy kissed. I mean, it works. It works. Yeah, it works. Still. It works. But it also is like, hey, step over here away from the 10 man in the line real quick. I liked you best. <laughs> right? You, I do. Okay, cool. Let's go back. 
Um, so, oh my God, look w- at the drawings. Yeah, one of the places that Samantha, being a young lady of high standing, was not allowed to go was the card room. That's that's a shame. Because um, I love the casino. I know I assume you do. it's the same like that. Uh, I mean, suppose so. It was a place where cigars were smoked, mm-hmm. right? Um, and men played cards and dominoes. And here, here is the insert. The card room is for the entertainment of our male guests only. Our female guests may have the pleasure of visiting the ocean garden to take tea or partake in other ladies' leisures. So, What about bridge? I mean, you, you could pr- supposedly play those things, right? But this is like the height of like the Victorian kind of like gendered activity. Wasn't that a whole thing too with like Molly Brown of yep. just like, I I drink bourbon and smoke cigars too. Look at me, world. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there was, there was a lot of this kind of thing on board, not only for obviously children, right? But people of all classes, it was really frowned upon to fraternize. And obviously races, 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 classes, uh, gender, um, everything, everything. It was all bad. Hey, it was all bad. It was all bad. Yeah. Um, I think that the only exception was in steerage where the lower passengers would be, um, overnighted. Uh, they, they did often share rooms, uh, just because there wasn't a lot of space. And who cares? Washrooms, I think, were were gendered, though. Um, you know what? Real quick. Hey. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Before we get back to this amazing book, let's do a thank you note for our sponsors. All right. I want to say thank you to Hunt a Killer. Now, I know if that's the first time you've ever heard that, you're like, Excuse me, what? <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? Well, it's, we have not uh, transitioned into true crime yet. I don't know. Maybe we'll do. I bet we could find some like social, like this is all the new. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. We'll do that for a Halloween episode. No, we won't. But this is about uh, the, let's say, uh, the party event, the social engagement. The Hunter Killer is a subscription where they send you like puzzles, right? It's like a murder mystery. It is a murder mystery, in fact. Do you have what it takes to hunt a killer? The mystery entertainment company that creates immersive murder mystery games. So here's what I love about it. Because I was doing it before <laughs> they even became a sponsor. Um, you, one, don't have to be in the same place with the person you're playing with. You can play remotely, like over Zoom. Just have it sent to both people, right? And then oh. you, you say like, okay, what do you think? What do you think? And the stuff that you get. I mean, I suppose you could do it by yourself, too. Right. I've done that as well. It's not just like written clues or whatever, right? It'll be like a map of the thing or like a pamphlet for the local town church or whatever. And hidden in there are clues. Or there's like, uh, we got one. uh, I did one that was like a Mardi Gras thing. And it came with like uh, beaded necklaces. and Like all of this stuff where... It's like one of them was like a coaster was part of the clues. So like it's a matchbook. It's it feels very immersive. It's not just like a written script or a letter that you read. It's like stuff. And it feels like you're there and you really feel 
pretty clever figuring it out. And they have lots of different ones. It's not just one. Uh, there's all kinds of different ones. There's like a dive bar one, and there's a, there, there's so many to choose from. And it's challenging puzzles and codes and ciphers, and it's amazing. And some of it's even digital. It's really cool. It's great for date nights or family game nights, or you can do it for like a team building thing, or just as like solo stuff. It's really, really cool. I highly recommend it. You can head to Hunt a Killer, uh, at bit.ly slash huntakiller underscore schmanners uh, and use schmanners for 10% off your order of immersive murder mystery games today. Thank you, Huntakiller, for sponsoring this episode. Oh, I hope they've got the bread bowl. Have you seen the bread bowl at this place? Mm -hmm. Good evening. Welcome to Maximum Fun. Have you been here before? It's her first time. Very good. Might I recommend our special? Oh, please. Can I interest you in the Max Fun Drive? I'm told they're cooking up something quite extraordinary this year. I've heard about this. With limited time thank you gifts for new and upgrading members? That's right. <laughs> we'll take it. How would you like your episodes? Uh, can I get them excellent with new Boko on the side? Mm-hmm. Oh, are there live stream events? Absolutely. You know, if you're interested in events, Meetup Day is returning. What? Oh, you're gonna love Meetup Day. It's the best. Okay, let me make sure I have everything. Max Fun Drive 2023 with limited time thank you gifts, live stream events, meetup day, excellent episodes, and of course, new bonus content. Sounds perfect. Great. We'll get it started and it'll be ready in two weeks, March 20th. Oh, can we also get a couple of waters? Of course. Where am I? On Maximum Fun. What do you want? A podcast miniseries about The Prisoner. Whose side are you on? That would be telling, but okay, I'm on my own side. It's one of my favorite ever TV shows. We want a podcast on it. A Prisoner podcast. You won't get it. By hook or by crook, we will. Who are you? I'm Elliot Kalin. Who is number one? Jesse Thorne. But you are John Hodgman. I am not a prisoner podcaster. I am a free man. <laughs> Are you okay? Elliot, are you all right? Okay, I'll watch it. All four episodes of V-Potting You are out now. Okay, back to the book. We've got an example. Some knots there, pictures. Oh, yes. Um, So I, I wanted to move on to the food. The food? The food. Okay. Um, For some reason, I thought you were going to say another word after the food. You said the food. The food. Portion or something. I thought there was going to be another word coming, and there wasn't. No. Okay. Uh, so, like we mentioned, different classes aboard ate different things. Yes. Um, Samantha, at this point in her in her journeys, she gets bored and does some more exploring and finds herself down in steerage. She finds the the room to be, I mean, non-existent. It's like bunks yeah. and things like that. Um, and she gets scolded at this point for being outside of her class. Well, well, what are you got? Kids, kids these days wandering around, getting into scrapes and shenanigans. Uh, but she does make it away with a steerage menu um, where she, it's said that on Monday they are served sauerkraut, smoked bacon, and potatoes. Tuesday is pea soup, salted bacon, and potatoes. Wednesday is bean soup, salted meat, and groats. Uh, groats? Thursday. What's it, a groat? I believe it's an oat porridge. Okay. 
Um, and then all the grits. Sort of. Okay. Grits and oats combined makes groats. <laughs> uh, Thursday is vegetable soup, beef, potatoes, and rice. Friday, pea soup, salted bacon, potatoes, bean soup uh, again on Saturday. Okay. Uh, I know. I mean, it is very limited. Now, it? I was very excited about the cabbage and salted bacon and potato. That sounds right up Jaboy's alley. And then we started but getting to like- maybe not for three meals a day. Yeah, not like, and also when you get into like soup, 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 soup. I'm not as wild about that. Yeah. Um, Tell me about the fancy people. Well, so in contrast- um, once she is given her first-class meal times, we're going to see that um, not only did they eat better food, they ate more often. Uh, at 6 a.m. is before breakfast fruit served. Don't wake me up at 6 a.m. for fruit. If somebody woke me up at 6 a.m. I was like, hey, I brought you grapes. I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> I, I think it is as as you like it, perhaps. Oh, you, you probably go to the place they yes. don't come to you that makes a lot more sense yes now that um, I think about it. they could just slide grapes under my door <laughs> that'd be fine 9 a.m is when breakfast is served 11 a.m is before lunch soup if you're interested in that course you uh, know they were taking whatever soup didn't get eaten there down to steerage and be like this is your soup now maybe it's old soup enjoy um noon is sandwiches on deck but then 1 p.m is actual lunch service um, options is what they're giving you 3 p.m is after lunch ices and cookies so what's an ice uh it's like lollipops and uh, like you know ice pops and popsicles, oh. things like that okay um but it might not be served on a stick it was probably in a cup okay like, like italian a, ice like a sorbet sure um 4 p.m was afternoon tea and biscuits 5 p.m was before dinner sweets i don't know what that means <laughs> i think you know exactly it's cookies <laughs> Probably cookies and candy and whatnot. And 7 p.m. is when dinner was served. She has the pleasure of dining at the captain's table. With Admiral Bemis? Indeed. It says, I got so excited when the Admiral told Grand Mary and me that the captain had invited us to join him for dinner. Sitting at the captain's table is the highest honor. When I walked into the grand dining salon, I couldn't believe my eyes. It was so beautiful. Oh, she, so the admiral's not in charge. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Right. There's a captain. There's the captain. Oh, on the I ship. bet that makes the captain nervous, though, right? Oh, when the really? admiral's there. It's probably an admiral in the military, not an admiral of the cruise line. I don't think that exists. <laughs> now that I've said it out loud. She goes on to detail um, how it looked. She talks about the cushions being hand-embroidered and the tablecloths being made of imported lace. Oh, no. That would make me so nervous, not just because we have children there, but because I'm a big old Shrek, and the chance that I'm going to get some gravy on there, off the charts. Well, you would have been schooled in manners, of course. Yeah, I would have been schooled. I would have been (laughs) embarrassed, is what you mean. Um, and then goes on to describe the table been, setting. Excuse me, I've been schooled in manners. We've been doing this show for six years, and I went to Cotillion when I was in middle school. Thank you very much. I mean. It didn't stick. Yeah. <laughs> you, they might have other ways of making it stick. I don't know. Hitting me with a ruler on the back of the hand, stuff Maybe. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, one of the things that I thought was amazing is, listen to this. Grand Mary says the serving staff has a secret way of keeping the plates from sliding off the table. When the Chewing ocean, gum. When the ocean oh. gets rough, they dampen the tablecloths right where the plates will go. Then they warm the plates before they set them down, and it makes the plates stick like a suction cup. Interesting. Yeah, very cool, right? Yeah, I do like that. Um, here, 
is the first class dinner listing of what oh Samantha was served May at I? the captain's table. Hors d'oeuvres, oysters, cream of barley, salmon, filet mignon, saute of chicken, lamb with mint sauce, roast duckling, applesauce, sirloin of beef, green peas, creamed carrots, boiled rice, mashed potatoes, roast squab and cress, Waldorf pudding, peaches in chartreuse jelly, chocolate and vanilla eclairs, French iced cream. Okay. The Was it a pick from that, or you have to eat all of it? It was probably eat all of it, right? I mean, these were served usually in courses. Wow. Yeah. Can I just say, I enjoy all of those. I, I mean, know, right? Let me see. I mean, they, they look delicious. Is there anything on here? I've, I've never had cream of barley. Um... Uh, Have you ever had squab? You know, I don't think so. And I assume Waldorf pudding is like a pudding with like walnuts and stuff. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Everything else, I think I've had. I don't. Uh, chartreuse jelly, I have not had. And chartreuse is green. And I always think when I hear chartreuse, something about the sound of the word mm-hmm. makes me think of like red and burgundy. But it's just simply not it. Chartreuse is like a green color. Yeah. It's weird, right? It, it doesn't is weird. fit. Okay. It is weird. Um, yeah, so just the just the disparage disparages dispar- disparity disparity there it is uh, between the two menus. I mean, is is massive. Yeah, I mean the price of the ticket was probably different too. That's true. That's true. Not to defend classism. <laughs> I'm not saying. All right. Um, like a true American girl, she does face a little bit of uh, a harrowing journey. <gasps> um, she has to talk to a poor person. The sea, I mean, she befriends a poor oh, person, okay. of course. Uh, in this book, her name is Anne okay. or Annie. So the seas become very rough oh, on their no. journey, and her Grand Mary is feeling seasick. Oh, no. Um, there are rainy day festivities, things like uh, singing, uh, origami show Ooh, to them. So like different, different classes that you could go to. There were also performances on the ship. Uh-huh. Um, she of the greatest Broadway show tunes? Magic tricks. Oh, okay. And probably more like vaudeville-style singing. Okay. Right? I'd, be in, I'd be into that. Oh, see, it's another envelope. I like the envelopes. You love the envelopes. This one talks about how the children's steward helped them put on a puppet show. <gasps> what? Very fun. And here are the little puppets. Oh, my goodness. Here's how a puppet cute. for you to play with, How Travis. cute. It's a little puppet. It's Hello, a, my name is Clarabelle. It's I'm, a paper lady, and she has... Oh, um, she used to have legs, it looks like. She used nightmare. to have legs, but... Uh, oh, she used has, to have legs, didn't I? Uh, by little little brads, you can uh, move her arms and swing her waist. But my name's not Brad, it's Clarabelle. I'm a little <laughs> flower girl. Hey, buy my rose, love. Only tuppence. Ooh, la, la. That sounds like a great show. That she would have put on, you, I a little dismissive. You wouldn't. You don't want to see the show. That's fine. I'm just saying, Clarabelle the Flower Girl would have been a hit with the children. Okay, get back in there, Clara. Until next time, I'll take you on the road. Okay. Um, the highlight of the trip was the captain's gala ball. Ooh, yeah. Put me down. One plus Teresa. Hmm. So the ship's laundry pressed their dresses and packed them with rose petals for the occasion. Was that a thing? Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, the rose petals would have perfumed the clothing. Okay, you didn't like wear the dress with the rose petals in it. No, no. Okay. So they would have sent their their clothes to be laundered, and they would have been folded and returned, and it folded in with it would have been the rose petals to oh. perfume it. Okay. Um. So they talk about what they're going to wear and how busy they are getting ready for it. There's a hairdresser who comes to the cabin to do their hair. Comes to the cabin? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And the steward comes to draw their baths. Um, and the admiral is there with them. Um, not in the bath. No, not in the bath. But okay. in, in the room uh, assisting Samantha getting ready. Uh, there's a beautiful drawing of the the dress that she Lovely. wears. And here it is. Oh, what a glorious night, she writes. When I glided down the grand staircase on the Admiral's arm, I felt just like Cinderella. The musicians played softly. The decorations glimmered in the candlelight. On every table, there were beautiful flower arrangements with real peacock feathers. Wow. She goes on to detail her dance card and all the things like her corsage. She dances with the captain. Well, of course she does. Ugh, the best. <laughs> There's a buffet. Um, oh. Yep, she goes to the buffet, and there is a beautiful giant swan carved out of ice. Amazing. Uh, she does land. Oh, thank goodness. Of course. <laughs> oh, this was, if the book took a turn here, I don't think my heart could take it. And there's a little bit about uh, Southampton Dock, where they, they dock the ship. It says, the Admiral... Grand Mary and I were hustled down the gangplank so we could make the last train for London. The Admiral gave me some tiny postcards so I could decide what sights I wanted to see first. So on to the next adventure for Samantha. Good for you, Samantha. Um, here is a little goodbye gift that the children's steward gave her. Oh, it's I a little you would spinning wheel. It's a little spinning wheel. You will receive a special gift. A fortune teller of sorts. You will meet a famous person. Oh, I hope I get to meet that Brennan Lee Mulligan on the ship. <laughs> you will make a new friend. Maybe Brennan Lee Mulligan and I will become friends. Find a lost item. I did lose Brennan Lee Mulligan once. Maybe I'll find him this time. I'll visit a strange place with Brennan Lee Mulligan. It says, how weird. These are all about Brennan Lee Mulligan. Oh, wow. This is her scrapbook, um, and so she does say her favorite things about the trip were staying up late for the ship's launch. Always great. Sleeping in her curtained bedroom. Ooh la la. Uh, winning the egg and spoon race. Yeah. The captain's ball, and meeting her friend Annie, the little girl she met in steerage. Her least favorite things were not being able to see her again, because, of course, we heard that she's not supposed to be down there. Mm. Um, she missed everyone back home, getting scolded for being in the card room and in steerage, and uh, having to sit still for dinner and tea. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> that'll happen. So this is not going to be unlike our journey, but also very unlike our journey. Yeah. Man, though, if there was a dinner where they were like, here's all this stuff, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Where'd you get squab? <laughs> um, hey, thank you all for listening. And this book is amazing. Are we going to give this to BB? Where'd this book come from? Oh, this is from um, Alex's personal collection. Oh, wow. Thank you, Alex. That's amazing. You know what? Thank you, Alex, not only for the book, but for being an amazing researcher. We could not make this show without you. Thank you to Rachel, our editor. We couldn't make the show without you. And thank you for listening. We can make the show without you. But why? Why would we? Um, speaking of, well, we're getting pretty close to that old uh, Max Fun Drive. And we just want to remind you, we're really glad you're here. Without you, we literally could not make this show. I joke about it all the time. 
But your support is what allows us to make the show and make it a priority and uh, keep coming back week after week. So thank you so much. I want to tell you about some exciting announcements. My Brother, My Brother and Me is going to be doing a live show at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, April 13th. 7 p.m. Tickets are on sale this Friday, March 10th at noon local time. It's bit.ly slash McElroy Tours for more info and ticket link. We're doing our My Brother, My Brother and Me live and virtual show uh, with Sawbones opening on March 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Tickets are only $10 and video on demand will be available for purchase for two weeks after the event. So even if you can't make it to the live show, don't worry, you'll have two weeks to watch it. Once again, it's bit.ly slash McElroy Tours for event on that. And our generic podcast merch is back in stock. I'm wearing one today. Teresa's wearing one right now. I am very happily, I happily share a similar shirt with Montaigne. Yes. Who wrote the new, um, the new Mabim Bam theme. That's so correct. So we both wear our podcasts shirt. Um, and 10% of all merch proceeds this month go to Equality Florida, which is dedicated to securing full equality for Florida's LGBTQ community. You can find all of that at macroymerch.com. What else, Teresa? As always, thank you to Brent, Brentel Floss Black, for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Also, thank you to Bruja Betty Pinnett Photography for the cover picture of our fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. If you love to give and get excellent advice from other fans, go ahead and join that group today. Day. And as always, we are taking questions. We're taking submissions for topics. We're taking all of those things. Just if you want to say hi to Alex, you can email us, schmannerscast at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.